Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in! Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it! Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, thinking about gas mileage. You know, changing your oil with a full synthetic oil like Castrol Edge can help your engine get more miles. Right now, you can get five quarts with an STP Extended Life oil filter for only $36.99. Get started on your next job today with the parts you need when you need them at AutoZone or AutoZone.com. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply. Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. Final segment here on a Friday. No, we will not be laddering the ball around and having Chandler Jones yes, we were. I was two about step to, into the end zone. I was going to ladder a little bit right on the way of me out the door. Like, hey guys, holla. <laughs> Until next time, arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> That was a good one. That was yes. a nice one. That's what I was at with him, man. That was good. Yeah, I'll be trying. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Oh, Yeah, that was that was a. I mean, there were a bunch of wild games. How about that stinking uh, Vikings and uh, Colts game? 33 30 point comeback? Largest NFL history, man. Craziness. Is that what happens when Jeff Saturday coaches on a Saturday? Yeah, no, they, no the NFL did. They, they 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 put that energy out there. <laughs> this is the first time in NFL history. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. Coached by the name Saturday. Coached on Saturday. Bro, before we get back into the, the Steelers-centric stuff here, how ridiculous is Justin Jefferson? Oh, he, he helps me win in fantasy football. Bro. He's my guy. Like, I watched that guy run routes. Mm-hmm. My knees hurt just watching him run mm-hmm. routes. He can run every everything you want, man. Like he has Stephon Gilmore out there looking like mm-hmm. I'm trying to cover you. And and trust me, Gilly still like that. Yeah, this year too, that's though. one of the best corners of this generation. Absolutely. And he is out there. He looks like Bambi on the ice yep. in that scene at the beginning of the movie where mm-hmm. Bambi's sort of slide, slip sliding all over the ice trying to stay with Justin. I'm watching Jackson. that route. And I'm like, bro, that's a tough route to defend, man. That's My a, that's a tough goodness. To yeah, it was a uh, it was a wild weekend Saturday and Sunday across the NFL. You get a 33 point comeback. You get a just a absolutely insane ending there in Las Vegas to that that Raiders and Patriots game. You got the the Snow Bowl Saturday night, Buffalo and Miami, and the Bills clinching the division title. No, that was a really good game, right there. That was a really good game. I, I really enjoyed that one, man. Oh, I'm sure you did. I had a good time. Uh, Browns and Ravens was well. 
a close game. I don't know if it was a really good game, but it was a close game. Yeah, that was weird watching that one. That was really weird, man. That that, that certainly was. A lot of emotion. Um, Yeah, but weird. It's weird. I tell you what, it's going to be going to be interesting how this all plays out at the end of the season um, between the Steelers and the Browns. Because now we got a change in at the top of the AFC North. Got a changing at the top yeah. of the division. Cincinnati uh, sitting at the top of the division now. Mm-hmm. Baltimore moves back into the wild card spot. Yeah, a lot of moving and shaking, as there is every you know you you get to December, you get to these final four games of the season, and it's uh, it's always chaos down the stretch here keep an eye on that you know the jets had an opportunity to to really help themselves and they did not take advantage Cause yesterday because they i'm sorry that's that's my afc east in me I'm sorry. booms that's right i forgot Bay you got bums, dolphins bums, you got no Patriots love bums. you got no love for any of them teams nope got no love for any of those teams bums on bums on bums and uh, obviously the uh, the Saturday games will continue some good ones next weekend obviously the steelers and the raiders cowboys eagles that'll be a fun one but the Dak pick six to end that game. I tell you what, it was all it was all happening there yesterday. Uh, loaded day across across the NFL. Really, I mean, the Eagles struggling with the Bears. Justin Fields with maybe the greatest touchdown run that wasn't in NFL history. As it uh, as it turns out, he stepped out of bounds there. Whole lot going on. A uh, whole lot to to sink your teeth into. It's a great time of year to to be a sports fan, to be an NFL fan. You, of course, as Motsi mentioned at the top of the show, the World Cup leading into that. Motsi, mm-hmm. did you watch the final? Were you locked in? I unfortunately did not get a chance okay. to. You no. doing family stuff? I was. I okay. was. That's all right. But it was pretty dope, though, from the highlights that I saw. I forget The you. dramatics. Hey, you had, I think, the two, two best two players in the world say, right now yeah. just yeah. on their absolute game. Dueling it out. Yeah. There was some, The back man, and forth. There was like some, uh, I don't know. Maybe like LeBron versus Steph and some of those uh-huh. that's, that's, some of those that's series. Who that's who was hearing. Some some Crosby Ovechkin vibes with those times when those two have gone at it in the in the playoffs. Question, is it clear that Messi is the guy for you? Oh, he's the best footballer of all time. Yeah, okay. full stop. Okay, full stop. He's got the equivalent of Arthur Motes. Can I? No, I know accolades wise. You want me to explain yeah. this in, in NFL terms? No, I, I mean I, I'm hip to the accolades. Yeah, but but I was just trying to see like because you know I mean homie that was on the other squad was he was doing his thing too Mbappe yeah well he's the next one I better say he was doing his thing I mean he's, I just ain't know how you felt about him he's That's the all. next one. Oh, I like Mbappe I do okay. um he's 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 the next one for sure obviously you know the whole Messi and Ronaldo and that yep. debate and stuff yep. like that but yeah I think Mbappe's the next one okay um I mean he just turned 25 yeah and he's I mean he's already won a world cup he he's he's got a heck of a resume for his age but yeah I mean to put this into NFL terms for those who might not be incredibly familiar with the beautiful game which is probably the majority of our audience honestly Messi right now <laughs> yeah. like it's stupid has what the equivalent <laughs> stupid, the bro. equivalent of what would be seven MVP yep. trophies yep four Super Bowl rings yep and a world cup you can't even put the World Cup in the Super Bowl category. Yeah. That's the Champions League. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just absolutely ridiculous. Um, and, yeah, that one was a lot of fun. Led right into game time. I mean, it was mm-hmm. perfect. The timing of it was absolutely perfect. It was a outstanding weekend to be a sports fan. You had some really good bowl games in college football as well, yes, too. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's all happening this time of year. We like it. We love it. We want some more of it. Jolly old St. Nick sliding down the chimney here in just a few days. Yeah. It's, a, uh, it's a beautiful time to be alive. Motsi, what do you say? 
we go to uh, some more of these tweets here to close oh, us down. Do hey, speaking of what, do you see Waka Flocka was at Permanis this weekend? I did. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I did. I did. What was up with that? I don't know what it was about, though, but I did see that. Yeah. He needs his own sandwich. Yeah. I don't know why he was up here. But he was, he was, he was all, it was all yeah, over social media. Yeah, Waka Flocka's yeah. hanging out at Permanis down in the strip. You're absolutely right. He was here. I love it. I love it. Grove Street. Come on, man. It's a party. It's, it's what? Well, I had a little run. He had a, he had a summer. He had a my summer. My partner on it. He had a summer. My other partner. He, for a fact, had a summer, bro. Yeah, it's a party. He it's a party. A it's a party. Ooh, he had one of them ones. <sighs> that was back when we were in college. Oh, yeah. So, so that's, those, it, that's why it those songs hit the like, nostalgia line directly. That, <laughs> I can remember distinctly. We just finished up the All-Star game. We in El Paso, Texas. Ooh, that's where the Tony the Tiger Sun Bowl is. It was Texas Nation back then. But it was for the All-Stars for, for all of us, you know, guys getting into the draft and stuff. And, man, after the game, hence we in a club, and that song comes on right there. Oh, it was a movie. Oh, it was a movie. <laughs> that, 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 that's your mostly right there, though. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one was different. That one was different. Yeah, he would turn. Ooh. He would turn, turn. Summer 09 to about yeah. summer 13, yeah. summer 14. Those are, those are some good times. Those are some good times. Let's get to the tweets to close us out. Man, now you got me thinking about that song. Oh, man, with you. <laughs> Spoiler alert, I can tell you what I'm listening to on the way home whenever we, right. get, whenever we get out of here. Uh, now, this is an interesting one. Off uh, Doug tweets off the, uh, off the topic of yesterday's game specifically, but wants to know, you know, there was a bunch of uh, pictures and talk about Kenny Pickett wearing a new helmet. Motsi, can that alter a player's game at all? And also, if this new helmet is supposedly safer, why is it not standard for all players? That's a good question by Doug there. Every helmet is safe. Every helmet is qualified, and they do it every single year. Um, that's why you remember the Antonio Brown situation a couple years ago. He was in Vegas, or excuse me, he was in Oakland at the time, and he was upset because he wanted to continue to wear a certain style of helmet that was no longer continued. Um, every year the NFL goes and they test each and every helmet, every model of helmet, every size of helmet before we are ever allowed to even have the opportunity to choose from it. Okay. The only thing is when a new helmet comes along, just like when a new car comes along, everybody's going to sell it as this is the next best thing, the new technology and all that type of stuff. They do it each and every time. So from my personal experiences, you go with what you're comfortable with. You go with what you feel good about. Interesting. Because at the end of the day, it's going to be you. So do you want a helmet that, oh, this is the, the best whatever, but it makes your neck feel heavy hmm. because it weighs so much? Or you can't see out your, your peripheral, peripheral vision because the, the 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 face mask. Hmm. So you go for what is most comfortable for you, regardless of how they try to spin it. Because that's what you're supposed to. Do. That's called marketing. You think when Rydell brings out there when they went to the Revolution style helmets, hey man, it's the best thing ever. Then you had Shuts. They came out with the DNA style. Oh, this is the best yep, helmet ever. Yep. Then a couple of years ago, you remember those uh, Zenith with the, the X. Zenith ones. Oh, these are the yep. best helmets ever, right? Every couple of years, somebody comes out with the new, the best oh, helmet ever. The best helmet ever. I just simply say, you know, teach their own. But at the NFL level, every single helmet that you see out there has been tested, has been, you know, has to survive a drop from X amount of uh, high up. So that way it's, it's the collision, collision of speed of this yeah. and that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and even in my career, um, I probably wore three different helmets in nine years. Okay. And even with that, I know one of the helmets was an alternate because it was in Buffalo and we, we would have alternate helmets. This is back before, remember when they you could wear like actually different helmets for your throwbacks? So I had a specific style of helmet that I wore for my throwbacks because 
I liked how I looked. Okay. That was literally the only reason. <laughs> Nothing else. Had to other do it than for that. the gram? Literally, it, it was for Twitter back then. But that was it. It was like, I just like how this looks. I had a different face mask because it was throwback. Other than that, I think I changed it when I came to Pittsburgh. And I stayed in the same helmet. I had one point in time where I contemplated switching it because of the whole, oh, man, this is the newest technology. This is the best sure, thing. Sure, sure. And it was like, all right, what's the biggest difference? Okay, they're both safe, right? All right, well, the biggest difference is this new helmet is going to weigh 12 pounds on your head. This helmet right here weighs 8 pounds on your head. I was trying to have the least amount of weight on me so I could be my best self. Sure. So long answer short. That's, and is know, that practice thing. is the time to test that out? Then I would training say, camp. like that training, training camp, camp when you training try camp. new yep. new helmets and that kind of stuff. Yep. Training camp, yeah, absolutely. But that's why they don't just say, "Hey, you, everybody, this is the only helmet we're going to wear," because it's not like that. If that sure. was the case, we would only wear and one offensive pair. linemen probably well, need a heavier this. helmet or, than or, wide receivers, or you'd only wear the same pair of cleats to them, right? Sure, yeah, not Nike or Under Armour, or Adidas I mean? or New yeah. Balance or. So that's that's the big thing with that. But all those helmets out there are all secure. So for Kenny, I know he might try the new helmets, and if it works for him, great. But if not, he still can go to a different style. You know what I mean? Sure. No, that makes sense. Solitary Man tweets us and says, Good afternoon, gentlemen. Mm-hmm, Victory mm-hmm, Monday. Mm-hmm. Victory! Shout out to Mitch and Najee, to all the critics, fans, and media talking heads. <laughs> if I can humbly speak for them, you like that? You like that? You like that? You like that? Kirk might have been doing that in the locker room on Saturday. Come on, man. You know Kirk O'Chain's going to get it off. He says, congratulations again to the Steelers on a big win. Looking forward to the Christmas Eve game. Uh, real quick, funny story for you from that Saturday game as yes, well, too. Yes. All right. I, You guys know Moats laugh. Sometimes I tell tales from the Steelers' travels or the Steelers' mm-hmm. plane. Mike Pursuta, of course, of the DVE Morning Show. Triv. Triv hosts the Steelers' pregame show as well, too. He sits right behind me on the plane, okay? It's myself and Dan Quinlan, and then uh, Billy Billy Hillgrove and Pursuta are right behind us. Missy's to our left. Uh, Wolf is a couple rows behind us uh-huh, to really uh-huh, to really uh-huh. paint the picture for everybody. Um, we, uh, we get on the plane, and Pursuta always, he cracks me up. He's always got some bets going on on these games, right? Always. So he's all, you know, he's all perturbed because Always. he had he had money on the Vikings. Always. He had the Vikings money line, so he's all perturbed. So we land and it's like, "Oh wow, it's a one-score game. This is uh-huh. really close, right?" Well, we get on the bus and everyone <laughs> pursuit is like, "Let's stream the game. Let's stream the game. Let's stream the game." Always. And everyone's like, "Oh no, it's over. The Colts are about to get a first down. It's over." Well, then the Vikings stop the Colts on fourth down. It's like, "Oh, we're back on." So Pursuit goes from not caring about the game to caring about the game to not caring about the game to back to hell. Oh, my goodness, it was pretty funny. And then the Vikings end up winning, obviously, and Pursuit is fist pumping as he somehow came up with a 33-point comeback victory. Don't you love it? As uh, That would be the opposite of a bad beat, I guess, for you there. Uh, Francis tweets us and says, Happy Monday, everyone. Francis was at the game, says, I'm still recovering from yesterday. Great atmosphere. Uh, wants to know from your keen eye, Motsi, if, you if you've had the opportunity on the, uh, the Panthers. They had that long, busted coverage pass. Was that a cover two or a cover three? No, it's cover three. Uh, Pierre just had his eyes in the backfield. They were trying to disguise it, but uh, that was all that was. Um, whenever you run into cover three like that with James Pierre, he becomes the deep one-third. And because they like to hold their disguises to make it look like cover one or even to show a two-high shell, which is why you would okay. ask the question of is it cover two, Sure, that's why. They try to hold that look and then morph into it post-snap. It's high-level stuff, and the Steelers have been doing a really good job of that this season because they don't run a lot of different coverages. 
they just dress the heck out of them, though. Right. So their cover three, their Tampa two, and their cover one all look, look the pretty same. similar. And Minka is one of them dudes, him and Edmonds, in terms of how they, him, Edmonds, and Cam Sutton, in terms of how they can move around pre-snap, they do an excellent job of that. But Pierre just had his eyes in the backfield. So while uh, that receiver is streaking up the sideline, he knows, man, I got to go. Yeah, I can't be holding off and trying to hold this disguise because this guy's actually running by me. That's all that was. Well spoken there by the professor. Uh, Francis also says, also, halftime Corgi race was goaded. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty funny. A, I'm not gonna lie, that was pretty funny. You know, do you know who Red Panda is? If I say Red Panda, yeah, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's the, uh, the the chick that does the little unicycle thing with yep. the little uh, what's she flips like balls, the, flips bowls? the balls yeah. up on from her feet up yeah, on. Yeah, Red, Red Panda lit, man. Come on, Red bro. Panda is so. In my opinion, the only halftime show better than than one involving dogs is Red Panda. Red yeah. Panda one, Red Panda like that. Dogs two, everything else three. You have you ever seen Red Panda in person? Oh, buddy, all the time. Oh, come on, say all the time. I just seen Red Panda in person. Right? She uh, she comes to Morgantown for a basketball game every year. So I saw, I saw her like I you know like four or five times. When while I was doing I was in my school. internship up at a uh, UB in the in the athletics department. Oh yeah, she came through. She, she did, did. Wait a while. I was like, yeah. I don't think Red she Panda. sleeps. Like she's just on the road twenty four seven. No, seriously, she bro, that's is what it seems every like. sporting event. It's yeah. it's wild. But yeah, if you Red have Panda not, like that, if you don't know what we're talking about, just go to YouTube yeah. and type in Red, Red Panda, Panda like and and you you'll be you'll be pleasantly uh, surprised and impressed. Yeah, why is it? Why is she called Red Panda? I've never I don't know. I mean, she's like... Asian. Red Panda. I don't know. Does she wear red? I don't remember her having red on. I think she changes up her outfit every time. Maybe that's what it is. I was like, I don't remember having no red on, bro. Shout out to Red Panda. Though. Shout out to Red Panda, though. She is lit. She is lit. Now you got me thinking about Red Panda. And, <laughs> I know. I'm going to go up, listen to Walk a Flock on the way this? home and watch Red Panda. Like, Mozi's pulling up YouTube bro, why, right why now are you doing on, his, this? on his laptop. We're, we're going to be looking at some, some Red Panda now, man. He like, went from watching the All-22 to nope, watching nope, the nope. watching now, the now, Red now Panda. Now I'm, I'm going to see Red Panda because of you. Red Panda's like that, though, bro. Uh, I need to know, what, what color does Red Panda even wear? I'm telling you, look at the video thumbnails. She got to be it. She got red hair. Maybe that's no. Oh, now you're getting actual getting videos actual, of uh, red pants. You got to put like halftime performer yeah, in performer. there. Performer. I was like, that ain't the red panda. I know that's a red panda. Yeah, that's see different outfits. It's definitely different outfits. I don't know why, where the red comes from, bro. Though. She legit puts spoiler alert to everybody who hasn't seen. She puts like six bowls on her Bro, foot and kicks like them that. up and balances Listen, them on her head. Red panda is like she that. is like that. She, not all she, not all pandas are created the same. Not all pandas are created equal. <laughs> Annie tweets us and says, "When you're playing a team that's at a similar level, an evil twin, if you will, you got to focus on execution." And good things will happen. That was a total team win. Special shout outs to Edmonds, Highsmith, the offensive line, Deontay Johnson, and Mitch, Victory. Note, this tweet was pre-recorded. <laughs> pre-recorded. I can't stand it. I love it. But, uh, yeah, man, that that was our evil tool we was facing yesterday because, yeah. It's Pittsburgh South. It, it Literally, they do everything. I mean, even the way they were trying to construct their roster mm-hmm. and the way they were trying to win games mm-hmm. has really been identical to the Steelers, especially over these, past, uh, these previous five to six games. So, yeah, man. Of course, David Tepper, the owner, Pittsburgh guy, Carnegie Mellon University, is red. Panda flips the bowl perfectly up Shut onto up her noggin. Panda. Tell you what, it's incredible stuff. Jason tweets us and says, happy victory Monday. And she does it on a unicycle, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the important to note. That's like yeah, really she's not just kicking bowls up onto her forehead. She's she, on like a 10-foot unicycle that has her at eye level with the basketball rim. And she rides around the court. And yeah. Next time on Panda Nation Radio. It's crazy, bro.
Jason tweets us and says, happy Victory Monday. Victory! Totally agree with you guys. Analysis, that was one of the best defensive efforts we've seen since week one. They completely shut down the run. Offense dominated the time of possession and finished drives by scoring touchdowns instead of settling for field goals or throwing interceptions. And that's exactly what we needed, Jason. There's no doubt about it. Progress. It's not linear, but we got it. Matt tweets and says, Arthur Moat's 100% right in his analysis. It's amazing the difference between our run defense when we're gap solid and when we're not. Well it's said. It's night and day, man. And they certainly were. It's night and day. The, the, the times when we are out of our gap, the way our defense is designed, it can kill you at times. But that's what also makes our defense really good is because if you are gap sound, man, there's literally nowhere there won't be any holes in our defense. Yeah. Like, that's just how it's designed to to play out. But you have to execute it the right way, and all it takes is one person being out there gap, and that's literally the difference between it being a one-yard gain or a tackle for a loss and it being a 15-yard gain, so to speak, man. Yeah, and how about Larry O? I mean, a lot of talk about Alex Highsmith yeah. and his return back to to uh, to Charlotte, mm-hmm. but Larry O played college ball there as well, too. They, they were teammates. They that's were teammates. A, I met them both. That, yep. Literally, that's the whole circle of how I know Larry O and Alex Highsmith, yeah. University of Charlotte. 49ers. Absolutely, man. When I would, when actually, when I, but the year before I signed in Pittsburgh, mm-hmm. I had just bought a house in Charlotte. That's right. My JMU strength coach for four years had just took the job to be their strength coach. You still have that house, or did you sell it? I sold it. You I sold, sold it. it. But okay. literally, I would spend my off season working out down there with the team. And when I first met the dudes, I'm like, oh man, these dudes pretty cool. Like, mm-hmm. and then it was funny, full circle. The years started to go by, and it's like, oh y'all no longer oh, in college yeah. anymore. Oh now you're in the NFL. Oh now, now. you're playing for the Steelers. And then it's like, oh dude. I'm that is funny. Here. So it was like it That's was great. pretty cool, man. Small but world, yeah, man. man, for those two dudes, that was a homecoming, man. And you could see the energy that both of them both of them played with. Watch Larry Oga Joby, the first play of the game, man. You watch Hospital, he gets the tackle on third, and it was a third and eight. He gets tackled. Man, they all turned to the They max. were ready to go. To the max. They were ready to go. Absolutely, man. We stayed on the campus. I can only imagine. Like, so it's a beautiful it was, campus. It's too, a beautiful man. campus. It's really weird. There is like a Marriott hotel that is built into yes. the campus. Uh-huh. Like it looks like the class buildings. Yeah. It doesn't look like your normal hotel. It looks like the class buildings. It's built into the campus. That's where we stayed. And it was really cool because obviously there was nobody there because all the students are on break and the professors and everything. And, and for UNC Charlotte, they're only little in terms of sports classifications. Think of them like how sports people know, like Liberty, like one of them progressive, ton of money. Building, lot, you can it. tell by the campus, a lot of money. UNC Charlotte, they're on that type of uh, that type of move, man. They the, are just the football yeah. stadium is right yeah. in the middle of campus. It's yep. a cool setting. I was tempted, you know, because like I said, we had the whole campus to ourselves. I mean, I was tempted on Saturday night to oh. go sneak into the football grounds. Ooh. But I didn't, all right? I'm there with the Steelers, all right? There's no time for hooliganism when you're there representing Mr. Rooney and company. What would Mr. Rooney want you to do? Stay in my hotel room and behave. He would want you to get into a little mischief. (laughs) He would want you to to be a little mischievous. Hey, like Kevin Kevin McAllister said. Yeah. I get into a little mischief from time to time. That's it, We all do. That's it. Just no DUIs off the team plane. That's all you need to worry about, Okay. I literally say, I always, when we get to the hotels, right, I, before we go out for, for dinner and, 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 and merriment, I uh, I always FaceTime wifey, you know, see the baby, let her know we made it, show her the hotel, all that stuff. I see you, I see And you. I was like, looking out the window, I was like, babe, look, we're right on campus. I was like, look, back there, that's the football stadium right back there. I said, I might have to break in there later tonight. And she said, please don't. Just, just 
She's fired. Babe, I love you. Don't get fired. Don't don't do not get fired while we down here. She's like, they're gonna leave you in Charlotte, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have to pay for your own plane ticket home or something. Low key, that's like the worst part. <laughs> Brian tweets us and says, I think that was the best we looked in the trenches on both sides of the ball this year. No, it definitely was, man, in the sense of just being complete tandem, I would agree, versus the run and the pass. And that's not always something that you get, but we definitely got that yesterday. We certainly did. Last tweet of the day, last word of the day goes to May. How about that? Happy Steelers Victory Monday. Las Vegas, Baltimore, and then Cleveland left on the schedule. What do you guys guys would say is most winnable? Which one that they could easily, uh, most likely to lose? Could they run the table and win it all? Playoffs or no playoffs? All three are absolutely winnable. Let's all three are winnable. I'd say Baltimore is the most difficult. No, 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 no. No? To me, Vegas is the most difficult. Really? Vegas can run the ball and they got a receiver. Who's covering De- uh, Devontae? That's the big issue. Because now you cannot just simply say we're going to stack the box to stop just, uh, Josh Jacobs. That's the team. Baltimore, we're too familiar with them, and we obviously would have to see what they look like when Lamar gets back. We talk about how a team gets used to playing a certain style under a certain quarterback. This is multiple weeks under Huntley. And we're not talking about another three weeks. We're talking about two weeks. Like, just depending on when he comes back, I don't think that that's the craziest Cleveland because they're still figuring out on offense. Watson's still rusty. But Vegas is the one for me, man. Hmm. No, I I get what you're saying. They they got the running back. They got the receiver. Teams that they're playing better. when, When we're not able to isolate and say, hey, we're going to stop this running back or not say, hey, we're going to deal with this receiver. Not And obviously their offensive line is a lot different, but I just think more of like how Philly was able to attack us. We couldn't, couldn't we couldn't put all our resources on A.J. Brown because we had to worry about this run game. You can't like make them play with exactly. one hand tied behind their back type Carolina, thing. Carolina, we yeah. were worried about they it's didn't true. have a receiver that could just take over a game. It's true. D.J. Moore, he's a good player, but he wasn't going to he wasn't going to kill you. Terrace Marshall, good player, he wasn't going to kill you. It's like having A, B, and Lev. Yeah, Baltimore. We play Baltimore. Was Deshaun Jackson going to kill us? No. Devin Duvernay. You know what I mean? Like, when it's a scenario where you could just, we just one or the other. No, I, get, I, I completely yeah. get what you're saying. I think they can, I C- think they Cincinnati, can. Cincinnati, why we struggle? Ooh. They have both. They got you both. see what I mean? Yeah. That's good <laughs> the Saints. Point. We play the Saints. We weren't necessarily worried. It's like, Olave is good, but they don't have the quarterback that can get us out there like that. Yeah. Even Cleveland. Amari Cooper in the run game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, for sure. That makes sense. It does. I think they can run the table. I certainly think they can. Even though, even if they do, though, I would still say, and I mean, I'm sure there's a percentage on this out there somewhere, Mm -hmm. um, but I would still think their playoff chances wouldn't be great, even if they run the table, because they don't have a lot of tiebreakers. The tiebreakers are probably what's going to come back to get them. Now, they would with Las Vegas if they beat them, but they wouldn't against the Jets. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't against the Patriots. Is there another one that I'm missing? No, the big thing for the Steelers is this, man. They just got to control what they can control. Yeah. You can't worry about looking outside Miami, just yet. You got to worry about. would be the other one that they would not have the tiebreaker. Yeah, but they yeah. got to worry about just winning for the simple sake of winning. Yeah, exactly. As long as they do that, man. Hey, just win the games in front chip, of you. Let the chips fall where they may. That's right. And at least you take care of your business, right? Absolutely. At least you're not sitting there at the end of the season thinking, oh, if we would have just done this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's win these last three games. Let's go on a nice little four-game winning streak here to uh, – to end the season, and we'll see. Uh, we'll see where it all falls. We'll see where the chips land here. Whenever we uh, when we get to January, that'll do it for today. So as we wrap this thing up, a big thank you to everybody on the tweets. Fantastic participation as always. Fantastical. Thanks to our buddy Chris Carter, the cereal man himself. It's eat it a up, busy, eat it up, eat it up. Busy, busy day for him, uh, but eat we appreciate him cereal. making time for us as eat always. It. 
No show tomorrow, as it will be the Mike Tomlin press conference at noon on SNR. So we'll yeah, be back on Wednesday. It will be a Moats Hosts Wednesday, as we'll uh, as we'll get ready for the Stillers and the Raiders. The Raiders. As we are heading down the home stretch. Oh, you know what joke I forgot to make on Friday? By the way, real quick, let me hear it. That was the Steelers' penultimate road trip of the season. It was. And I, you totally forgot to I say that. I got on man. the plane and Whoa. I made. Re- our, our fearless leader on on the Steelers side of things is Reagan. Mm-hmm. You know, we got Brian on the iHeart side of things. Reagan on the Steelers side of things. Reagan loves it when we make the penultimate jokes. I like the penultimate. I got on the plane. I made the penultimate joke, and I realized I forgot to say it on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the penultimate road trip for the Steelers season. Penultimate home game coming up. There we go. Against the Raiders this weekend. We'll start to get ready for that on Wednesday. More shenanigans, more fun, as always. Finally, a big shout-out to the best co-host in the business, Arthur Nathan Motes the third. Who, me? Take care, everybody. Enjoy uh, your victory Monday, and we'll be back on Wednesday to uh, to chat once again. You know where to find us, as always. It's on. Uh, it, 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 it. I'm trying to get out of here well, too that's fast. That's all, folks. As always, it's at high noon on your 24 7 home of the black and gold, Stella's Nation Radio. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. The weather is getting warmer and it's time to swap my winter layers for fun, vibrant, and cool clothing with so many fun things happening this spring like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour. It's hard to find great looking clothes that fit you just right. That's why I love JCPenney. JCPenney has so many stylish and comfortable options for so many different body types. I've been blown away by their selection and everything hugs my body in all the right spots. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with style that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count.